Nick. Yes. I uh I had a dream that would make that'll make you happy. Really? I dreamed that I bought a bunch of Killer Instinct characters. That is random as hell. <laughs> Why would I dream about that? When's the last time you played Killer Instinct? When we played together. Yeah. <laughs> like over a month ago. That is really really random. Yeah, that's how my mind works. Dreams are weird. Mhm. Worse yet, I actually bought them so that I could unlock an achievement. Oh, no. I was really unhappy about it. Yeah. I was ashamed of my dream. Especially now that achievements don't mean anything. Yes. You know what's hilarious? Now they kind of maybe will. (laughs) Coming up soon, maybe. Why? Well, remember, Josh uh, shared that thing with us about trophies being redeemable for things now. So maybe one day Xbox will do something. The trophy thing might as well still not even be a thing. It's so... Nothing. lofty yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 but uh the trophy or achievements for killer instinct i i can't believe how little people play that game because if you get like the most basic achievement of just using a character it's mm-hmm. like rare or very rare or whatever yeah. that makes sense <laughs> yeah i can believe that yeah so cool killer instinct yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, be trying to play to start that with a random thing. Yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be trying to play that at that tournament. Um, oh, you signed time. up for it? Yeah, I did when I registered just for something random and silly, and I'm gonna get my ass kicked in everything in general, but that <laughs> that game specifically. You, you're just doing that in Street Fighter? Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna sign up for anything else. Tekken? I haven't played enough of Tekken. Like, I'd like to, but I'm also worried about signing up for too many things and then them, like, overlapping, you know? Yeah. Which, I, I don't know, that that might not even be possible with how they do it, but who knows. And what, what date is that again? That is in, like, a month. Uh, the December 15th yeah. is the Friday? Yeah, that's the Friday. Wait, Josh, you're going, right? Yeah. Okay, because you were talking about that like you weren't. I was confused. Yeah. And you're not doing Mortal Kombat? No. No. I we we've played that more recently and I still have not posted that with Punish video. I was just working on it a little bit. What last did night uh and this morning? What did AJ sign up for? Tekken and Street Fighter. Okay, cool. So someone's in Tekken. That'll be fun. Yeah. I don't know why we're even talking like it matters cuz we're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> it, it's it's just a fun thing though. It is it is a fun thing. I mean I'm really excited to go to that. I'm really looking forward do, to it. I've been wondering this. Do we have to bring our own controller? Yes. Okay, I'm glad yes, I asked. Yes, definitely. Okay. You have to bring a USB cable too, I believe. I'm has to, has to be wired. Did I miss that somewhere or did you just know that? You probably missed that, but I also know that. Okay. If you ever watch anything, you see them stand up. If anybody's using a controller, they take the wire with them. Yeah, because less input or latent or whatever latency. Yeah, of, co- latency. of course. Yeah, yeah. And and just for a refresher for the listeners, this is NEC, what? which is a fighting game t- event. Event. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really know what to call it. It is part of the Capcom Pro Tour, which is like an an actual league for like Street Fighter and Marvel and stuff. Uh, that is. December 15th, around the Philly area, Josh and I will be going, and often guest AJ will be there as well. Uh, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine anybody that is listening that is going, but if you are, let us know. That would be cool. That would be really cool. That would be yeah. really funny, too. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm really looking 2v1 forward to... 2v1 meet and greet. Yeah. <laughs> Have you played... I'm really looking forward to going to something like that. 
Have you played much Marvel lately? Not lately. I feel like no. that yes fell off that very quickly. We we haven't had time. Like we fell off of fighting games because we haven't had time okay. to play anything. Yeah. So and we've just been going hard on Street Fighter this week. We played a lot this week, uh, getting getting practice in for no reason. You know, to lose in the first two rounds. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a Mario Kart tournament. Uh, dude, Mario the high level Mario Kart is insane. It would it would just drive me nuts. I would get too mad. It's I mean, yeah, it's it's so frustrating in the first place just against computers, but like yeah. imagine playing somebody who just has strats and can can hit every single shortcut and stuff like that. That would suck. And having yep. an entire was it how many racers? Sixteen racers? Twelve racers? Yeah. An entire like twelve people like that. Racing yeah, that would be that actually would be really cool. Yeah, like just to see. Um, we had a lot of people playing Mario Kart last night. I think the most it's the most I played with. Yeah, yeah, that was exciting. I'm pumped. I'm how, pumped. How many people have that? Right how now. many people now? Was it like everybody that has one? All finally we had on? seven. Yeah, we had seven. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, but uh, hey, we're a little into this. Uh, <laughs> this is the two v one podcast. I'm Nick. Every week I'm joined by Josh and Alex to talk about video games. We already talked about some video games. There was no uh, no random life conversation today. Well, we got to find one at some point, but we, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you to, I think, a few of the people that listened to me last week and gave us some more ratings on iTunes. You can also do that if you have not. That would be greatly appreciated, listener. And uh, T-shirts are in the mail. Some people have yep. got them. It's exciting. Yeah. Yes, shout out Bobby sending in the the fan mail picture. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, that's loved great. It so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, be on the lookout for those. If you have not asked for one yet, you can let us know. Feedback at two v one podcast dot com, and we'll hook you up with some threads, duds, duds. Josh, you got one? No, <laughs> a shirt. <laughs> uh, so where? Uh, I don't know where we want to start this week. Yeah, okay. Okay, so since you guys aren't jumping in, unless you have anything. No, you doesn't can, matter you can, you can yeah. take us away. All right. Okay, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do this chronologically then. I'll start 20 years ago. Um, 20 years ago. Yeah, literally. So, but this, I had a life-changing, like, gaming experience. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm not kidding, okay? I cannot understate this. So, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, my friend moved in with me and... Um, He's the one that I am obsessed with Resident Evil, the entire franchise with, and ha- we have been all our lives. And something I didn't realize, even though he's played the remake a trillion times on GameCube, I he had never actually played the original Resident Evil. So yeah. obviously I, I had to rectify that immediately. So I just immediately bought it on the uh, PlayStation Store. And it was the director's cut DualShock version. I, the one I grew up with was the director's cut, so I thought it would be fine. Well, apparently, the DualShock version has a completely redone soundtrack. And when I say redone, it's not like, you know, whenever they had Final Fantasy X and then they re-released the HD remaster, and it was like, like it was new, but it was all the same music, but it was symphonic, it was more instrumental, that kind of stuff. I didn't know they did that for Final Fantasy, but I know they what did. you mean. And, and it's really cool, but... It's different, but, you know, you don't hate it because it's still the same thing. It's just yeah. it's literally an actual orchestra and all that. Yeah. Well, 
this after 21 years and then playing this version i wanted to vomit because oh, the wow. music the music is horrible like it it totally takes away the the dread of some of the parts in the game you know it, it makes it real poppy and it, i feel like i'm at a carnival half the time <laughs> it is that it I, it's so bad that after this i will send you guys a couple comparisons like one track next to the new or the dual shock one you will seriously be like who approved this yeah that's you do weird. not have to have played the game to understand so what the reason i wanted to bring this up on the podcast is i wanted to know if a am i seriously the only one that didn't know this and b if you are like me and treasure that game please play the dual shock or at least go on youtube to listen to the music because it's horrible what um i couldn't is, believe it it's actually called the dual shock edition yes what yes it is director's cut and then they like slap the word dual shock version diagonally on it, it that is so, so stupid that is so yeah. weird is it just for the digital version of the game no on PS4? i mean they it came out i want to say it came out maybe two years after the original but yeah it's the only digital one you can buy which is horseshit oh like, oh wait you're saying there was a physical version of this Yes, there was. Oh wow! And it was called Be, and called Dual Shock. That is so yeah, weird. Because obviously it was um it was a big deal to be compatible with the Dual Shock controller on the first console. Okay. Oh right, because so, the original PS One controller didn't vibrate. Was nothing right, and it didn't even have thumbsticks. And it didn't have thumbsticks. Yes, right. That's right. So even if if you had wow. a, if you had a Dual Shock controller. You could not actually use the thumbsticks on Resident Evil One gotcha. unless you had the DualShock version. Gotcha! Wow, that is so crazy. That is so yeah. crazy to remember, like because that was a thing in Ocarina of Time, like with the Rumble Pack. You had to find uh -huh. that item to let you use the Rumble Pack, like the yep. Rumble Stone or whatever. I forgot about that. What too. a weird wow, good call! What a weird period of yeah, vibrating that really controllers. Was a weird period. <laughs> but I just, I just thought that was really great, and I, I cannot. I really want other people to check it out if you're like me and you had no idea that such an abomination existed because it's bad. Do you think the original Resident Evil would be scary at all today? Yes. Really? It was It was still scary. And even with that horrible music, stuff still jumped out and made Tommy, you know, jump huh. or whatever. Like, and... Again, what sucks is whenever you're getting taken out of that environment because of that music, it happens less frequently. Yeah, I guess I was thinking like visually and stuff too. Like we're so far past that, like you'd be just running. It's kind of like going back and watching an old horror movie that isn't scary anymore. Yeah, you know? I know what you mean. I, I guess not so much visually, just more stuff stuff hanging out around corners and yeah. jumping out at you, that kind of stuff. Hmm. But um, anyways, that's that's the Dual Shock uh, Resident Evil experience. Ridiculous. <laughs> Our, our next retro we're trading off games from our childhood i'm making him play super metroid so that's awesome nice and i'm playing donkey kong country 2 because i never played that i've never played through any of those i've only played a handful of like minutes Is that the, i only, I only played kong. i only played the first one and i adored it and he swears by two and three so that's what we're doing but i've, I've played a lot of games that's just it's been a lot of retro stuff yeah well i can jump off something with that horror start perfect do it. I uh I got into Evil Within two this morning. Oh, uh, beautiful. Yeah, I didn't play a ton of it. I only played probably like two hours or so. It is way way better looking. Like it's beautiful. I got mm. I got the PC version. Um, first thing I noticed, voice actors changed, 
and having just playing or having just played the first Evil Within like what two months ago, three months ago, right? Maybe longer now. I can't even. What's time? But <laughs> it was really jarring, and and the new the, I never even would have noticed because it's probably yeah because it's been so long. Yeah, yeah. the The new voice actor for Sebastian, I don't think I like him, but maybe I'm just maybe it's just because it was so like oh obvious from the very beginning that's like it's just bad to my ears but so that was weird to be to start off and i i think it's because of the voice actor strike uh or i'm guessing you know was that not probably was that not noticeable to you in the trailers did you see i didn't really yeah i didn't really like pay attention you know i i know people probably were talking about that in the trailers but i i don't watch that many game trailers anymore believe it or not um Especially because I knew I was going to play that. I think I, I think I watched the opening trailer or the reveal trailer for that on silent at work or something random, just to see what it looked like. That waxy, gooey trailer. Yeah, and the the waxiness is like what all the enemies are now. Instead of them being like all tortured and bound in barbed wire and impaled with spikes and stuff from the first game, they're like there's like wax pouring you, out of them or something. It's it's weird. Do you still have to burn them to kill them? No, you don't have to do that. I, uh, I, I'm I playing this on easy again because I don't care. I don't really want... I don't really... I'm not playing that game for a challenge. And and I hear that later on in 2, if you upgrade a certain way, you can kind of fuck yourself. And that really scared me. So I don't even want to worry about it. I just want to play on easy. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. So the biggest change to this game is that it is open world and it is it is very much open world like right off almost right off the bat after the opening like hour you're dropped into this town and you have a map and there's points of interest on the map and you can it sounds like silent hill dude (laughs) it's pretty cool you know what it reminded me of silent hill because silent hill also felt and basically worked that way like it was still very linear it just allowed but you to you run could, around. You could run around the town and yeah. check out buildings and houses and stuff. Yeah. So, and and it, and actually, like parts of the world fall away to block you off, like in Silent Hill. Yeah. 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 Um, Very another nice. another Silent Hill comparison. You know how you got your radio and the static meant enemies were coming or around you or uh-huh. whatever. In Evil Within, this you use this you use your radio and static to find points of interest so like if you dude i love it if you're like walking around you something will pop up and it'll be like oh it'll be you'll hear a little static indicator and then you open yeah. up your walkie talkie and you kind of like echo locate it and then it puts a marker on your map it's like the, so the first so. game was resident evil 4 and now this is silent hill yeah <laughs> i love it yeah it's like the she- it's like the sheikah sleep yeah sure yeah uh so the the open world thing is really cool like i Whenever the game first like got was getting talked about in like preview events and people were like it's open and you can explore stuff. I thought that was really strange and like how was that going to work? But I already want to just run around and look for shit because the biggest thing with that game is it it's sort of survival horror in that your resources matter. Even even on easy like you do have to kind of conserve ammo, you have to look for things to upgrade stuff. You get stuff to upgrade Sebastian from enemies, uh, the green gel stuff that you inject into your brain. So it's cool that you can go into the open world and kind of just 
farm enemies <laughs> in a weird way. Like, you never really had that opportunity in the first game because it was linear. Like, once you were through a thing, you never went back. So, Is there a progression tree you need to do that for, like, grind-wise? Uh, well, probably not grind. I'm not actually going to grind. It's just you Well, like ex- experience grind, I mean. Like, is there a progression tree yeah. for experience? That's what, yeah, that's what the green gel is. You you get... And this is the same... It's actually the same stuff from the first game. Like, you're upgrading Sebastian himself, like, health and uh, combat abilities and gun proficiency and stuff like that. Now, instead of doing everything with green gel, because that's how you upgraded weapons, too, I think... You get. I can't remember. I think. I think that's what it was because you, you sat down in that chair and shit got injected into his brain. And I think the weapons were in that menu too. There's now a separate tree for weapons that use like crafting parts, which is cool. So it kind of like separates things out a little bit and makes it a little bit more um, open ended. Uh, but I, I'm really looking forward to digging into all that stuff. Like, I. I had my criticisms of the first game, and it was mostly, like, controls and, like, narrative progression stuff and, like, the very end of the game where it just made you kill a bunch of things. But because it played like Resident Evil, that was mostly okay to me. It didn't really piss me off or anything. Mm-hmm. And now it's just an open-world Resident Evil 4, basically. So, I uh, I haven't seen anything real crazy yet. It's not scary. It hasn't been scary. It didn't waste too much time before it gave you a scenario where you are running from a monster that you can't fight <laughs> I, no surprise there yeah yeah but that was fine that's fine uh i i expected that i mean there's no way they're gonna that's probably gonna be a thing in that entire game again where there's certain enemies that are gonna pop up and you don't really fight them you just run from them but um or yeah or if there'll be like some hide and seek areas well there there or is that not a kind of it there was kind of that like the the first game starts with that which was stupid but for the most part through that whole game not really like there's stealth and you can do that if you want but that's one of the reasons i wanted to play on easy because the camera and the movement is still a little wonky and i don't want to deal with stealth if i don't have to uh so playing on easy i can just kill things if i want i can just run up and shoot them so i hear there's a uh, a pseudo escort mission towards the end of that game yeah i mean i'm yeah you did you did that in the first game oh okay my favorite yeah i don't know if it's, yeah those i don't know if it's really escort as much as it like is uh like uh the ending of mass effect 2 kind of thing what with uh with like the bubble you have to stay in the bubble oh I don't they know. They did that in Witcher too. Yeah, I don't know if I'd consider that escort, but yes, they did. Yeah, it's not really escorting, but um, that that that's probably what I'm worried about because like I did hear at the end, like if you if you focus on like stealth all through the game, and then you get to that point where you should be, you're probably going to be shooting things and just holding things back. You could probably get screwed over if you're even on normal. I I've heard that. I believe the developers think of normal as they want it to be more difficult than what you, what most would consider normal difficulty. Why not just call it hard then? (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Like that, that's, but I mean, you could think of it like, Oh, they tuned it to be experienced this way. And that's why it's normal. You know, like, like dark souls doesn't have a difficulty. It just has the game and it's hard by nature. So, 
yeah. But I don't want to play evil then that way. And I'm glad they have an easy <laughs> an easy mode. Exciting. They also have they have an auto aim and stuff like uh, like Uncharted. But I'm at least not doing that. I I, I figured <laughs> I should I can play on easy with low enemy health and whatever. But I'll still aim the gun. You can manage pointing the gun at enemies. Yeah, yeah. Which is still difficult. I mean, they're quick. That that was a thing. That was a thing in the first game. I thought like it was really easy to miss shots, especially because a lot of them were like. I remember. I feel like I remember them being jittery in some cases. Yeah, and and already like the basic enemies I've been fighting are jittery too. So, yeah, yeah I'm I'm pumped. I'm glad I bought that. I was like a little wary, but I wanted to start something new anyway, and I was on the fence with that and Creed, but I chose that for now. What uh sounds like. Sounds like Creed is a little fucked up on PC right now. So was that the, is is that why you went that route? It's because of the fuckery for Creed. Sort of. I'm weary of it. Yeah. yeah. So I'd really like to see those uh whatever they're called Battle of the Gods thing they're they're doing. I know that's cool. Yeah, that's real cool. I don't remember yeah. that. I don't remember that ever being shown before the release of the game. I mean, it, it could have been. I don't know. But yeah. I, that's a fun idea. Yeah. It is. I mean, it goes to show like. Hey, you can make single player games and still continually support them if you do it right or think a little bit about it. <laughs> like Hitman. I mean, yeah. Hitman Hitman just continually added stuff constantly. And there's another elusive so. target out right now. They're still doing it. Yeah, and they brought and they brought all of those back if you didn't get a chance to do them. Yeah. And aside from go ahead, Josh. I was it's just I was just gonna say it's all free. So it's not like they're trying to yeah. nickel and dime everyone on it. Aside from technical stuff on Creed, how's it doing critically? It sounds like it's yeah doing fine, which mm-hmm. it's. I just don't understand the the conversation around that game right now because everybody's like, it's nothing special, it's another Creed game, but it's a good Creed game. Yeah, and I've he- I've heard <laughs> mixed so things was, from the so narrative was Syndi- too. Like Syndicate was too. Yeah. It, like and and no one bought that or played it. So like I I don't know. It's weird. I've heard the story's boring. I've heard Bayouk's a cool They're character. I've heard the story gets better. It's yeah, yeah. I still like to see it, and I'll, I'm sure I'll get it one day. Yeah, I still want to play it. I'm definitely gonna play it. Like I really just, like Syndicate, just mostly to see Egypt. Yeah, climb on those pyramids. Yeah, and just ride around in the sand and and stuff. Ride around in the sand. What are you gonna ride yeah. on? A camel. You're just gonna ride a camel through <laughs> the sand. A giant scorpion. Camel, camel simulator. Yeah. Or some yeah, chariot I'll, I'll races. Get, I'll get to that at some point. It just the the PC version apparently has like two DRM things running at the same time, which like destroys performance. And that game is already really taxing. Are they really so? Oh, well, I'm not going to make a judgment on how worried they could be about people hacking into their code. So, Abs- Absolutely. That's a big thing. on. Yeah, that's why I'm not even. Yeah. So I, yeah. I guess I understand why they would do that. But yeah, but they have two. They don't need two. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the one thing that's really crazy, I guess, like and why people are mad about it. You normally games have like one system to try and prevent that. And now this one is running two at the same time. So, yeah. But uh, what are you up to, Josh? Uh, I'm playing some video games. Little, what what video games? Mm, little, little gem called Undertale. Oh, which, okay. Uh, which when did that initially come out? Two years ago. Oh, and is that when you played it? Yeah. PC. Yeah. Okay. Which the platform doesn't matter. It was only on PC though, back then. 
I, for some reason, I thought it was a PC Vita thing, and then it got ported to no. PlayStation this year. No, it just you know? came out to PlayStation. Gotcha. Yeah, I knew it just came yeah. out on PlayStation because I picked it up. Um, yeah, I, th- I don't think I've laughed as hard as I've laughed in Undertale than like any other game I've played. Great writing. It's it's and it's not like in your face humor. It's like very subtle stuff that it kind of pokes fun at itself about. Yeah, and it's it's just it's so jolly. I don't know if I don't know any other better word to really explain it. I'm having charming, charming. Thank you. Yes, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Uh, and you know, we were talking about it a couple weeks ago how it's turn based or whatever, and I'm not typically into turn based games. Yeah, this is the most. <laughs> this is like the most basic explanation of a turn based game possible. Yeah. So yeah. And I mean that mixed with the little bullet hell segments they have after you decide what you want to do on your turn, which is really cool. Yeah, and especially because that. especially because of how uh, how many different variations of that they have throughout the game. Like it's not always yeah. just dodging something. Sometimes you need to stand still. Sometimes you know it completely changes the board that you're playing on. Yeah, and the boss ones are crazy and and unique to the bosses. Yeah, usually. Yeah, I'm playing yeah. a complete pacifist playthrough. I haven't killed anything yet. Uh, and I think I'm pretty right. close to finishing it. I yeah, don't... you're getting there. You're not that close. We we were talking about that before we recorded, but Yeah. How do you love the soundtrack? Yeah, soundtrack's great. Everything about the game is great. Like I'm I'm six hours in, so I'm assuming it's gonna be about a seven hour game. It's fifteen it's either fifteen or twenty bucks on PlayStation Network right now. I'm guessing twenty. Yeah, I think I think it was twenty. Um, yeah, certainly one of the better games that I've played in a while too. Like it's, it's, I'm not done with it yet, but it's probably going to be one of my, you know, quote unquote must play games for the year. I think it is a must play. I mean, it's, it has such a stripped down visual style, but it's going for those older top down JRPGs. And then it just makes fun of them the whole time. And is also its own unique thing with like the bullet hell gameplay during turns and you don't have to kill anything if you don't want to. And that actually factors into the story like really well, which is awesome. Yeah. I almost want to play All it again, the killing everything when I'm done and seeing how different it is. Yeah. I, I, I never did the whole multiple playthroughs of that game because there's like, I think a lot of differences that can happen. Oh, I'm sure. I, yeah. I only did. I only did one because that game does have some tedium to it that I did not ever want to do again. So my my one playthrough was enough, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah, so. you don't want to overdo it and wear yourself out. Yeah. Maybe, like, yeah. in a couple months from now or something, I'll play it again and see it. But, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, we'll see come the ending. I'm, I'm really interested in where it's going to end up. Like, what... I, I get, it has a really cool final boss and ending and stuff. That's what I'm looking forward to. Like I get the the whole yeah. thing with monsters and humans and the, and the story behind all that's really interesting. And I hope that yeah. kind of comes to a good closure. It does. And it, I, and, I thought it was good. And even though there's no voice, also the ending changes. So and even though there's no voice acting in the game, it's all text based. Like the the way they build their characters through just yeah. simple text. It's, it's yep. just, it's so well done. You become so attached to, even just like the normal throwaway enemies that you'll fight from time to time. They each kind oh, of, they're great. Yeah. They each kind of have a little story to them that you can, you know, find through either text-based dialogues later in the game or finding like their dad later in the game. 
or talking to the enemies or whatever yeah. isn't that one of the, that's one of the options is to talk to them that, and that's <laughs> or, that's what the or pacifist, flirt with them yeah, and, and that's pretty much what the pacifist playthrough involves just talking your way out of every battle yeah uh then flirting flirting can be used to like lower their defense or something or put them on their guard and then you talk to them and then the, it ends the fight and it's like it's so good some of the ways you like I fought these two enemies, these two knights, and, you know, you, you select which knight you want to fight. And they're, like, they're like friends or whatever. And the, the one that I fought, I talked to him, and I kept rubbing his armor to get it dirty. And eventually he <laughs> takes his armor off, and then his friend, I whispered in his ear, like, share your feelings with him. And then it just stops mid-match, and they like, they're like, let's go get ice cream in, together or whatever. And then, then they just leave, and that's how that battle yeah. ended. Yeah, it's just like it's it's little stuff like that's just so cool and well done how they thought out those different options and routes. It's so s smart. Yeah, like that that was what was incredibly enjoyable was just seeing. Well, I wonder what this is gonna do, or I wonder how this enemy is going to react to flirting. You know, like it, it it was it. It's such a good game. Undertale is a really good game. I, like it, it has. We've talked before about how how it has this like insane fan base that probably the typical person isn't even aware of but it's worth it like that that game is very cool it's a very cool thing I, it's awesome that it's on ps4 now too i want to say it was it only one guy that made it or like a, a yeah okay yeah it was it was kickstarted too i don't know i never really looked too much into that uh his name is toby fox i believe uh i don't know if he had like help which he might have, but yeah, for the most part, I believe that is a solo project. Like the art, the music, the gameplay, everything. I th I think he did pretty much all of it himself. Yeah, I like so. uh, a very subtle thing is from the time I hit X on the PlayStation home screen to start the game, I'm playing it literally within five seconds because it's the most basic game. That's there's impressive. there's no splash yeah. screens, there's no welcome or anything. It's X, start yep. game, X and you're in. No loading, no yep. nothing. Yeah. It's it's quite impressive, but yeah, it is because it's just a super basic looking game. It is so so stripped down in a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah. And even even with that look, it just it attains some things that from, you know, from narrative standpoints and from character building that, you know, these full AAA titles really sometimes can't do even though they look amazing. So yeah. Oh man, I uh, I even though Undertale is like visually downgraded in a way, there's some really good looking stuff occasionally. Like uh, the final boss is fucking awesome. Yeah, and I'm it's excited. animated really cool, and like it it's there's still like really good art mm -hmm. in that game, even though it looks kind of basic. Yeah, so. and some of the uh, towards the like I'm towards the end of the game now, and it gets kind of puzzle heavy towards the yeah. end. Yep, that's what I was talking about with the tedium. Uh, see, I don't know if I find it all too tedious because I think they're they're interesting and unique enough that it's fun. Like uh, doing all the things for Metatron. Is it Metatron? Yeah. Like his different, like he has a cooking show and like his just little yes. random stuff of his. They're all kind of mini games and puzzles to an extent, and they're, I just think they're so fun and and I don't know. It's I, it's a great game. Metatron is such an awesome character that that goes places. You'll see. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and that makes me wonder, like, if I were to fight everything all the way through the game, how things would change with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, so I played this game when it came out, and I, I bought into the, the critical acclaim. Everybody was like, you must play this. It's amazing. 
And people were really good about not spoiling anything. So I didn't know that you could get through without killing anything. I knew that was a, an option and you could try, but there were a few that I could just not figure out. So I killed a couple of the bosses because I would talk to them, I would do whatever, try and flirt and fight them only a little bit and then talk to them again. And I, I just couldn't figure it out. Like Metatron I ended up killing, I killed Undyne. I killed the first. I killed your mom at the beginning. You bat? I felt you fucking so bad. killed her? I could, dude, it, I couldn't figure it out. I talked to her because you start that game. Again, I didn't know okay, how I guess, that worked. I guess if you so, don't know going into it, that is different. So I tried talking to her like a couple times and it didn't work. And I was like, well, I guess this isn't going to work. So I have to fight you. And you're, you're supposed to talk to her like a million times or something. Like a, like yeah, a lot. Yeah, it took before, a while. Before, yeah. And. How was I going to know that? Well, that's, you know? that's like, the that, thing, that was... though, is, like, it kind of, the way I see it and the way I've been playing with this pacifist way is you have to find the talk option that will then change how they respond to you. Right. And you keep doing that. And you know you're on the right route whenever they don't repeat themselves. See, but she did. You had you had to do that through attrition. You had to keep doing the same thing. I remember looking mm. it up after the fact. Yeah, you had like, yeah, and the difference is, like Josh, you know and, and beyond you, the shadow of a doubt that you could talk your way out. Yes, and yeah. you didn't know yeah. that. Yes, and that's a big difference. And I was gonna ask you, like, I, it would be impossible for you to say, but like, would you have tried to do that not knowing anything, like not knowing that was possible? Yeah, which because I don't I'm, know how you because can I'm not that. a terrible person, so yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have fought her. Okay, you're just a terrible of course, person for doing well, that. Well, 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 the end of the game made me feel even worse about Good. it. So See, don't worry. This makes me want to play it again eventually and fight everything. But yeah. I don't know if I could bring myself. Do you actually, whenever you fight the monsters, do you actually kill them? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, they die. Oh, that that and sounds you kill, and you kill like. I killed Undyne, the one yeah. the one boss. I killed her. And she could be in the game more if you don't kill her. <laughs> Did you so. can you kill like Papyrus and Sans? Yes. I believe so. Jesus yeah. Christ, who what kind of monsters would do that? You need to remember that th this was not completely known uh, yeah. for me okay. when I was playing this game. Wait, did so. you kill them? He's just no, like they, that's me. They survived. <laughs> okay. No. I can remember everybody I killed. Uh, that's how impactful it was. I mean, that's that speaks volumes, though. Actually, like, I think I had to kill. I think I had to kill the last boss too. So yeah, to be able to remember the names of enemies that you've killed and feel bad about it years down the road. Yeah, means two, the years, game, two years they're, later, they're still on his conscience. Yeah, I still feel bad about it. Good, you should. I wake up in a cold sweat, <laughs> thinking about killing my motherly monster mom. <laughs> who only wanted you to stick around and spend time with her just yeah she just wanted to take care of you she just wanted to be a mom yeah oh god it's so good yeah oh man that game is so good yeah. i i highly highly recommend undertale yeah it's it's, but, it's a uh, bit longer than i expected like i'm, I'm gonna yeah. be seven hours in yeah yeah it's longer than i remembered yeah especially where you told me you're at so i spent a little time uh donating gold to the doggo shrine which was a new PS4 thing that was not in the original game. Really? Yeah, so, like, if you enter... You remember Papyrus's house at all? Yeah. If you go in... I don't know if you remember. It's a very specific thing. Whenever you go into his kitchen and you open his refrigerator, like, Doggo jumps out of it. Uh, mm, I don't remember. Yeah, if you do that, 
it then opens a door through the refrigerator, then there's a doggo shrine in there. And you can just keep donating gold to him, to the shrine. I feel like I remember being able to donate gold to something. See, I think it was a PS4-only, like, edition, but I could be wrong with that. Yeah. But yeah, you donate yeah. a bunch of gold to him, and, like, he'll buy stuff and decorate his room with it. And, ah. and like, it keeps luring you to keep giving him more gold, and he keeps wasting it on stupid stuff and decorations. And then eventually you hit a max point where you can't donate anymore. And the text on the yeah. screen is, just says, this was all useless. And <laughs> it was just so great. <laughs> yeah. Undertale is fantastic. Yes. Yes, it is. We should stop. We should stop talking about it. Yeah. And <laughs> just because there's don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. All those all those little touches are like nice. Yeah. Experiencing Good point. Yourself. But that, that's yeah. a very that's a thing. Probably a lot of people might not do is waste all the time donating gold. Because it, it yeah. took a while. It takes a while to donate everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'll have it finished by probably today. I'm, I'm cool. I'm worried where that's gonna go, but oh well. <laughs> well, the pacifist run is like the I believe the best. I'm, I'm assuming outcome, it is. So yeah. Do you want to talk about yeah. a pretty similar game to Undertale? Pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, tell me about Neo DLC. <laughs> very very similar <laughs> good I'll, segue quick that there's not much to talk more about here because uh i have played the shit out of the neo dlc but i have not got very far because it is hard and neo in general 80 plus hours at this point yeah dude i i sent josh and alex a snap because i i was like i really want to know how much i played this game so i like dug through the menu and it does it does like a crazy amount of stat tracking <laughs> like for all sorts of shit and i was like it if it does this, it has to track your playtime. It has to. And I found it. I've put 80-some hours into that game, and I had no idea. Like, I knew it was a lot, but not that much. And that's all probably legit, too. Like, I didn't really leave that game idling much. So Some PlayStation games, for future knowledge, some PlayStation games do actually track your total hour played in the save file. But uh, it's not... It's not all of them, which is weird, and I wish it did. You know, I I hate how PlayStation doesn't do that. Yeah, like, I, man, it's, it's so stupid. And, Just add that, and that's and that's a newer thing. You know, relatively newer thing that Xbox started to do. Uh, Xbox did it like a year after it came out. Real? Are you yes. sure about yes. that? I thought yes. that was. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Too, I could have sworn that got added in no. one of the updates with the, the um, UI and stuff. But oh well, whatever. Well, yeah, it probably did because they updated the UI like five million times. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it happened pretty quickly after I got it, I remember. Well, regardless, yeah, I do wish PlayStation would adopt that. Yeah. Even the Switch does it, even though the Switch is as weird as hell. It does it in increments of, like, five. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, Neo is fucking awesome. I I just really appreciate that game. It is so deep. Like, on top of the loot stuff, just it, the combat is is crazy. If you if you spend the time to learn it and actually experiment with it, like you can chain switching weapons together mm -hmm. into into a combo. Which for how much I played that game, I never tried to do that, and you can, and it's awesome. Are you still on the first DLC? Yeah. So so they're pretty long then. I'm assuming. No, they're not. I think there were only I think there were only two main missions, and there was a sub there was like a sub mission that was a new map. Uh, there might be another new map that I haven't opened yet, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm on the last boss already, and there were only two main missions. But they, they're pretty lengthy themselves, and like I said, difficult. So 
I don't know when I'm going to beat this boss because he's hard as fuck. Are you going to grind to get there, or you think you're going to call someone else in? I'm kind of grinding. Like, I, I'll probably... We'll see. It depends when I play, because I tried summoning somebody for him the other day, and I couldn't, but it was, like, 7 in the morning. <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I'll probably end up just trying to get somebody summoned, but um, I wanted to compare this boss to something that's so great about the Soul series, which is... And especially in Bloodborne, I think, where you you don't fight monster enemies. Some of the best fights are when you're fighting human, like, other hunters or phantoms. Humanoid enemies. Yeah. Like, those are some of the best fights in the Soul series because it's just another character that, like, works like your character. And Neo does the same thing. And it makes more sense with Neo because it's a little bit more realistic. Where there's plenty of just samurai enemies, like named samurai bosses throughout the game. And the last boss of this DLC is just a regular guy. But it's so exciting fighting them because they use they use all similar weapons that you use. Like I, the one I'm fighting is using dual swords. So he has movesets that I like recognize, but then he also has his own twist on them because he's a unique character. And like those are the most thrilling fights versus like a giant monster you know is this I, is this the boss that you're stuck on right now yeah 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 do, do the yeah, bosses and he's really tough do any of the bosses throughout neo feel unfair to any extent or are they all like no pretty straightforward i still i still hold to that neo is mostly easy i i think the i think the main pass through that game is is pretty easy now can i stop real quick and ask, are you are you saying easy in relative terms to the Soul series, or are you saying yes. it's okay? Yeah, so you're he's not a, he's a grizzled oh, veteran. Oh, trust me, I've died a fuck. So ton you're not of just times. saying easy. No, it's yeah, easy no, it's relative not, it's not, to you the Souls games. Yeah, okay. no, it's it's not it's not just like oh, you've never played a Souls game, you'll blow through it. No, it's not that. Yeah, I, when I say easy in terms of Souls, it I never got frustrated at anything. Let's put it that way. Uh, like I died plenty of times. I had to bash my head against some bosses, but overall it felt like I wasn't really struggling too much. And that's what I said last week. Like this DLC, I'm struggling. <laughs> like even, even some of the main enemies are like really strong. And, and that's where I was saying, like, I think the level might've started to matter. Like may, maybe somewhere along the lines of updates this year, they changed that where your damage scaling is like significantly impacted by being low level. Um I don't know, but I know I am getting I am getting irritated. Let's now with these bosses. Like the first one was really hard that I had to summon somebody and now the second one I'm like 40 levels below. And it takes a while to grind in that game. So Now stay, staying on the whole relative to souls. Is it more difficult or less difficult than surge was? Would you say? Uh, I think it's more difficult. I didn't okay. think the surge was hard at all. Nah, it it, it really wasn't all too bad. No, yeah, and the surge was easy to grind. Like I felt like I had to grind in order to get through that game, but it was easy to do it. And some of the enemies towards the end of that game though got pretty difficult. Those were uh, those yeah. alien type enemies. Yeah, and New Game Plus was significantly more difficult too. Oh sure, yeah, yeah of course. Did have you done any? So the Go ahead, I'm sorry. The the official pecking order is Souls, Bloodborne, Neo, Surge. 
in yes. difficulty. Okay. <laughs> yes. In terms of difficulty, yeah. yeah. Have you done any of the, are they called midnight missions? Or are they called? Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, and and see that's where the whole leveling thing gets weird again because the twilight missions could be like I let's I'm level like 130 or something now, right? And a twilight mission could be like level 60, but it's hard as shit because like of, you can die real easily. Do they have like uh modifiers, modifiers? on? Is that why? I didn't notice like i didn't see anything written out like that like in destiny well wouldn't there kind of have to be like these what are, that's what's what the I point of like, these twilight that's what i there you get better drops and so stuff. it doesn't say before selecting like this is what's different about this mission no and that's what i'm confused about because they are harder like i think enemies maybe just do more damage but like how does the level impact any of that like i i don't know what's your uh what's, I don't know. what's your light level uh you don't get anything like that in Neo. <laughs> you only have one level that matters. Yeah. Good. I uh I finally at this point also understand how like the weapon and loot stuff works Eight. where you can trust me. It, yeah. I mean, it was really confusing and I kind of didn't experiment with it too much in the first playthrough because it costs so much fucking money whenever you go to the blacksmith, but now like it is really cool how they make loot that you're never going to use useful like if you level it up by getting your familiarity leveled up and like you use it enough you get an ability that you can transfer to another weapon that you maybe want to keep and that then also just increases the max potential damage of that weapon you have to level it up again it starts it back at zero but once you give it get it leveled back up again it's more stronger and potentially has a better ability it's like it's a really crazy system I, like there are so many fucking abilities in that game i it's want to say darksiders 2 did that with their weapons yeah it did okay it i did I something thought like i that. remembered that being a thing in that game yeah i don't know i don't know how it worked specifically i can't remember but it did something similar combining sure. similar weapon names and adopting the abilities between them or yeah. something yeah yeah i'd still like to go back and play that updated version of that game nah i well i never I got thought, to finish it that game was okay. I enjoyed what we, I played. We, we, every time that comes up, we say, yeah. we do this. We have this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Neo, I, give didn't, me I a, didn't think... Give me a handful of pointers for someone who has not gone into Neo yet. Like, that you wish you would have known where you're at now. Don't, ma don't get married to any weapon ever. Okay. Any weapon or armor. Okay. Until, like, way later in the game. Okay. Yeah. Just always use the highest damage and weapon type that you want to use. Okay. Um... Maybe, I I probably should have been a little bit smarter about leveling up, but I have like a million items that I could reset everything if I wanted at this point. So you can reset just, abilities at some point. Yeah, you can buy an item. You the book of reincarnation. Uh, you get, you get some as you play through the game. Like you get like one or two, and then when I launched the game after not having played it all year, I ha and all the updates, I have like six of them now. The, uh, it's worth doing the thing where you fight the ghosts of other players, which, holy shit, is that cool. That is such a cool thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure I praised the hell out of that when we were first talking about it. But I love that in Souls, like, you just see a bloodstain and you see how that person died. In Neo, you can fight that character. Like, their, their loadout and, like, I believe their play style. Like, I think it learns how they typically play. 
which is really cool because it's like an adaptive some of them, gameplay mechanic of some sort. It's like some of them you'll go to fight and like they'll just wail on you, or others will use items and like buff themselves and stuff. And how would a how would a a like an AI controlled character know how to do that? Like it's all over the place. Like it's always different fighting them, and it's it's awesome. And you can get their their armor or weapon. Now, drops, do you automatically get what? they're wearing if you kill no. them it's just it's a random thing it's it's random it's a and the reason it's worth doing is you are there's this online element to it where you are aligned with like clans either a red or blue clan and there's different bloods or crips there's even more basically bloods or crips in feudal japan and you <laughs> you get like passive abilities for being assigned to whatever clan so even more shit to manage there are so many fucking things to manage in that game it's insane but if you fight, as you're fighting other ones, say, I'm on the red clan. If you fight somebody on the blue clan, it moves this meter back and forth every month on who won the most. So there's, like, a and metagame element to this. There's, yes. I had yes. no idea. And there's and there's PvP, which I still have not yet to do. That got added at a like later that. I think that's yeah, but new. you get glory. You get another currency. You get glory for doing these, for fighting these revenants, they're called. They, uh, you can use that glory to buy items that are really fucking useful so they're usually pretty easy to beat like i've never had a problem fighting any of them no matter what level they are what weapons they have because at the end of the day it's not the actual player themselves it's just the ai getting that glory is really really useful i use the items that you can buy with it all the fucking time so good to know it's, that's good that's good tips it's also nice hot, hot tips it's nice in this in this age of microtransaction and loot boxes that we live in that a game that i feel like would be prime for like a microtransaction loot box yeah. system does not have it yeah i guess so like do you ever uh, think about like i i just realized that i feel like from a loot based standard and like how how important it is in neo to not have it that's true yeah sure i also think it's gotten so much worse in the past i'll say fewer than six months yeah and neo came out all the way back in march yeah it, there there was like a huge spike in bullshit yeah like maybe <clears throat> um maybe like team ninja didn't they weren't paying attention like i'm trying to think like japanese games don't really do that because they have a code of honor, right? Like, are, am I am I like completely forgetting about one? But I can't think I of know. one that has any. Mm -mm. No, it seems like Off all American based. Head. Yeah, publishers. I don't know. Oh, well. Yeah, I I never thought this, about this, that until just I, now. I hope we're I hope you're onto something with that, Nick. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because I mean, let's not let's not kid ourselves. Japanese companies are just as fucking money hungry. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, that's weird. I didn't think about that. But you're right. That Neo would be a prime. Oh uh, wait, here you go. I got like one that. for you. Konami with Metal Gear Survive. Okay, yeah. Konami is leading the charge there. there. You go. You're right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There. Problem. Yeah. That's solved. Good, good point. Yeah. But hey, only one example. Yeah. Like. Yeah. 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 I'm excited to start Neo. And, and it's the Japanese EA. So. Yeah, they are. You're right. <laughs> they kind of are. Uh. <laughs> Neo is fucking so so good, and I just want more people to play it. Yeah, I'm it, excited. It, I think it got brushed aside as a Souls like very, very quickly, 
and it does have a lot of really unique things going on. So it's one of the highest rated games on PS4. Like it's awesome. Critically wise. Yeah, it is awesome. I'll start that. So soon. good. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Zelda? We can absolutely talk about mm-hmm. Zelda. <laughs> uh, Zelda. Josh has transformed. I have transformed. Uh, He's a new man. I am a new man. It's Zelda. Zelda is a life changer. I a life changer. I don't want to go that far. I don't know why I said life just, changer. Just like Resident Evil Dual Shock. Yeah. yeah. A life changer. Um, <laughs> no, but but for real though, like I'm absolutely infatuated with that game. Um, Good. I have a very difficult time putting it down once I start playing it. It's it's yeah. Even though it's like, it's not like one of the typical games that do that, where it's like one more round, one more playthrough, one more this, one more that. It's just it, it does that thing where I'll 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 have a task that I want to get done. Like I want to get to this shrine, do that shrine, then I'll be done for the night. Yeah. But then I do that shrine and I come back up and I look in the distance and I'm like, oh fuck, what what's going on over there? And I'm like, yeah, All it's right. not one more this or that. It's one more hour. Yeah, or just you just want to keep playing. Yeah, essentially one one more point of interest. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And yeah, I don't know. I I don't really know what else to say about it. We beat it to death. You've talked about it a lot. You know, it's it's been out for a while now. But I am absolutely loving on Zelda. Um, a quick couple things I did want to mention though is I'm playing with the Pro HUD on. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, yeah, I played most of the game with that. That's I think that's the way to go with that. Um, no. it's nice. It's nice not having all the clutter on the screen, yeah. but when I came back to playing it, I turned all that on because it's really useful. Uh, I think the only thing that I like, what, what did you find useful? The mini map? I kind of missed everything, but like the, the sound little meter and, and mini map, you don't need the sound meter, the weather meter, um, <clears throat> knowing the cooldowns on your abilities that you don't have any of those yet. Stuff like that. Wait, what, I don't useful. have any of those. No, you didn't beat any divine beast. Oh, yet, right? just the divine beast specific abilities. Okay. Well, yeah, that's all I'm talking about. Okay. But it's good to have those on the screen so you know which one is available and which one is not because they're really useful. So there's no other indicator without having that, like the HUD on? Like uh, like your bombs nope. or something. It actually shows you a cooldown timer that comes up? Yeah, no. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I kind of wish they had options for the HUD. Yeah. Like you could turn certain things on and off like, like a lot of games kind of have started doing. But it's Nintendo. Big surprise. I'm surprised they even have the pro HUD. <laughs> yeah, I just found that randomly, and like it's it's great. Uh, yeah, I bought the season pass the other day because I really wanted that feature for the map tracking. Um, yeah, how cool! Yeah, is that's that? fucking great. It's so cool. That's fantastic. Uh, and I've been using my amiibo. I have that one amiibo, my Majora's Mask amiibo, and something yeah. I did not know about these things. So I use it like you can use it once a day, right? And yeah. each amiibo gives you, it has like certain specific things assigned to it that you can get. Yeah. I didn't realize that it's still a crap roll whenever you use it daily. So like, yeah, I've used it every day I've played. So I've, I've, you know, over a week now I use it every day and it took seven days just to get one of those specific items. Wait, what were you getting instead? Uh, so you get like a bunch of random mushrooms and then one treasure oh. chest drops. And then okay. the treasure chest can just have like arrows or elixirs or whatever. So I've just been getting yeah. random arrows and stuff. Um, it's just yesterday that I got the, the armor from Majora's Mask, the just the upper half armor. Like you still got to get the bottom and the mask and the sword. So that's that's all just a roll of the dice for every day that you use it. And I guess that's how all the amiibos work in Breath of the Wild. I'm confused on how you can get Majora's Mask. What do you mean? Like, 
that was added with the DLC. You don't actually and, get Majora's Mask. Um, I forget the name of the armor set. I'm pulling it up now, but okay, but it's a, so you. I've I've been wondering if you were calling it the wrong thing. Well, the it's it's the Majora's Mask amiibo, but you right. But you get the I have it right here. The fierce deity armor. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's like what you have at the very end of the game. That's the very end of the game. If you do everything to get all the masks, I believe. Oh, dude. So can you get like that? That twisted sword then? Yes, I'm guessing. And you can you can get it from the amiibo too. That's really cool. cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Yeah, I thought that fierce deity thing was so fucking cool in Majora's Mask. I you know my feelings about that game. I don't need to rehash it. It made it made the end of the game very easy too. (laughs) Yeah. It did. Yeah. So that's all I want to talk about, Zelda. I mean, I'm gonna be playing it for probably the rest of the year, so I probably won't mention much more about it. Um, Yeah. But it's that game has single-handedly changed my mind about the Switch. Yeah. So it's a it's a it really great game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's it's, there will be a Nintendo game on my top ten this year. Spoiler alert. Now fuck it, what it doesn't matter. It matters. It doesn't matter. Take it serious. <laughs> We're author- we have authority. Mm. No, we don't. <laughs> We're the site that everybody comes to to see what games came out in the year. Yeah, which ones were the best? Which which were the best? The best the best games of 2017. Quickly while we're on the Switch, I bought Rocket League on the Switch. It is really cool playing that game in handheld mode. Uh and it works great. Is it is there any difference in that with the console and PC version or is it lit- is it a direct port? Do you know of? Yeah, it's the same. So it's like, the same thing. Like, what would be different? Like a item chest, how you unlock keys, like there's still you can buy keys all well, that stuff. That I don't. I haven't even played the game since any of that got introduced, so I don't know how that works anyway. But uh, yeah, I mean, it looked. Yeah, it's the same. The only the only difference is it's a downgrade visually. Yeah. But it's whatever. I mean, that's to be expected. But it performs great. Connects fine. I didn't realize that it does connect to the player pools of Xbox and PC. Yeah, it's crossplay, which is cool. Ooh, what? Yeah. that's cool. But also, I feel like you'd probably be at a disadvantage. I was thinking the same thing, especially with PC, but not really. I mean, like. I, I've always thought that in general between the two, but I haven't noticed any problem. I mean, I think I only played one game where we got absolutely steamrolled. Otherwise, yeah. it's been fine. Who you been playing yeah. with? So, I, I played with AJ a tiny bit. Um, I played a little bit this morning just to get a little bit more exposure to that version before we recorded. I played it in docked to see if it changed uh, upscaling it at all. It still ran fine. I didn't have any issue. Uh, which is it's it's really impressive. I'm so glad that game is on the Switch because we we said a long time ago I really hoped that would happen, and then they started the rumors were coming out, and then it actually happened, and it it it's a great version. It's a totally usable, functioning version, which is awesome. Are there any Switch games on the horizon that you plan to get that you know of off the top of your head? No, uh, no, not off the top of my head, no. I think the only other big um, one this year is Xenoblade, but yeah, that's a and I don't really specific game. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I wanted to play Xenoblade on Wii U just because the mechs look cool, but everything else around that game doesn't seem that exciting. But I haven't totally written it off. Yeah. Just not not gonna get it. And uh, in December. And right now you can play both Doom and Elder Scrolls on the Switch. They're both yeah. Out. Skyrim came, Skyrim came out. Yeah, and and Doom is out, which is hilarious. Yeah, you guys forgot the most important title, Just Dance 2018. Did that just come out? 
It came out in October. I actually bought it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. Good times. Uh, I'm still semi-interested in Golf Story. Yeah, I'll, I'll play that at some point. That's a digital title only, right? Yes. Okay. That, and even maybe yeah. Cave Story. I, Cody talked about that whenever he was on. AJ. AJ really liked Cave Story. I thought Cody was talking about it. No? No. All right, well, I apologize then. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a classic that's been around for a long time. I just never really liked how it looked, <laughs> so I never played it. Yeah. Um. That's kind of all I've been playing. Yep, same. Zelda on Undertale. Starting Uncharted today, or this weekend, I guess. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, try to breeze through that by next week. Yeah. Uh, Alex, you got anything else? You want to bring um, up? No, I told you about my, my retro experience. Oh, I guess real quick, uh, I am still playing Turing Test. I'll have it beaten by next week. Wow. Uh, and I'll say that for the game's still great. I really love... I'm reading into the, like all the stuff that you find, you know, data pads and all that. I'm spending a lot more time with that than I thought I would. Nice. It's all, yeah, it's really interesting. I just love learning about the story and what's going on behind the scenes. And um, that's cool. Again, I'll, I'll do a quick wrap up next week, but that is something that if you picked it up when it was free, definitely take the time to play that game because it, it's really awesome. And, and the, the weirdest thing that I really enjoyed from a uh, nerdy standpoint is, on one of these data pads that I was reading, there was a biological experiment that they were talking about, and I just did it in biology lab this semester. Oh, wow. I was like, I know what they're doing with it. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool because it's like real crazy DNA shit. I was like, I, I did this. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that was an extra little bonus for me while playing. How are the puzzles? They're not difficult. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I mean, there, there were... I really haven't been stumped at all on any of them there was only one that i stared at for like 15 minutes and i finally had to look it up and it's not because it was complicated it's because the first time i played the game i beat the first chapter didn't play it for like a week and a half maybe two weeks and then i did a second chapter and i just completely forgot to check for something you uh, know what I, it, it wasn't yeah. like the puzzle was hard it was just because i forgot oh alex you have to look here yeah so, but that's it yeah it's cool i i'm definitely gonna check that out reading everything makes me think again of, turing test i can't i can't help myself no talus principle. principle i can't that's what we're talking about i can't so, help myself but mention it every time because yeah. like that's it's the same thing it's worth reading everything in that game it's worth engaging and looking for everything in that game i feel like you'd, yeah. you'd miss out of you'd miss out on the majority of that game if you didn't read you'd you'd miss out on the theme of it and everything yes yeah so now what cool what do you want to do uh i think we should mention quickly what the fuck is going on jesus, with Battlefront jesus christ it is a what a mess what a shit show what a disaster of a launch week for that game <laughs> yeah uh i don't know what all i can't even keep track anymore of the loot crate conversation on this show but battlefronts were bad and were proven to be bad no matter what anybody was coming out and saying it's been out it's it's been in early access for backer like backers i'm talking about as if it's an early access game people that pre-ordered a specific version have been able to play it for a week right yeah it's been like a it's while, been which is crazy that's like really crazy uh but that's been available it only just came out of this since this recording like a day ago for everybody but 
while it was in this like early stage of only pre-order players, it got the the microtransaction thing just exploded in their face, in EA's face and Dice, I guess. They uh, it turned out that it actually was very very difficult to unlock any of the heroes. It was going to take forever of gameplay time to unlock even a single one. It was like forty hours. Yeah, the the number going around was forty hours. So people were bitching. EA immediately scaled back the cost of everything while also scaling back how much you earn. <laughs> so not accomplishing anything really. Mm. Uh that of course was ugly and got ugly quick. They did an AMA on Reddit, which was a horrible idea. <laughs> that was the complete fuck now, up. I want to say I applaud them for that. That's kind of awesome. Except they did it and did not say anything in it. They nothing just, really came out of their answers. Nothing it's came out of still that. just as vague as it was. Yeah, before they just they were just continued to be vague about what their plans were, how they were going to change the microtransactions, how how maybe it does or does not actually affect gameplay or the player's experience or people having advantages. Nothing was answered. It was just bad. It just it was just a bad look, and then. I can't remember if there was another step in there, but we got to this point where <laughs> they just removed microtransactions. <laughs> uh, the loot boxes are still there, obviously, but just the, loot the, boxes, re- the but, real money microtransactions. But people can't buy them with real money. Yeah, you still you still technically are playing the game the same way. It's just you can't get ahead of the game by buying them. So, what the hell? There was what about all the people that already did and are now superior. I was, I was wondering that, Alex. Like, did they do anything? Did they reimburse people? I didn't see any of that going around. Probably not, because I mean, you willingly purchase something. It's not like it's not like they are they owe you that at yeah. all. Yeah. But the people having advantage, sure. I mean, we Josh and I briefly talked about that. That never even dawned on me. Games have been doing, like, some games have been doing this. Oh, if you pre-order it, you get to play it a couple days in advance, right? You would think, oh, whatever, big deal. Now in Battlefront, where your in-game unlocks actually impact your performance. You come in a week later, you, you're getting stomped by you all You come in, yeah, you adopters. come in at a disadvantage already. Like, maybe none of those players even bought anything. You're coming in at a disadvantage. Yeah, like, and then EA's like, oh, you should have pre-ordered. Yeah, exactly. Then. Yeah, I yeah. never, never thought about that <laughs> until now. You know, with this specific example. Sick. So, holy Sick. shit! Yeah, there was I don't a know. rumor going around. Uh, it it seems pretty plausible from the sources that Disney actually stepped in and made them remove those microtransactions because it was tarnishing the brand. Maybe. I mean, it was tarnished before the game fucking came out. Like, so yeah. why didn't they do something then? I when mean, this it all was, started. I'm, you know, none of us are there, but I'm sure it probably took time. It's not like one person probably could have said something and then all of a Walt sudden it Disney. changes everything. You know, Walt, Walt, Walt Disney, Disney rises himself. from he, the grave. He rose from the dead to tell them to shut them down. He gets reanimated from being frozen. Yeah. Now, <laughs> hey, and also, go ahead, Josh. They, they also did mention that they're coming back. Oh like, yeah, it's not a permanent thing. It's a, yes. it's just temporary. Yes. So we're waiting for it to blow over and nobody's talking about it. Yes, yeah, so, but I like, almost guarantee it. I really wonder how they're going to adjust 
What's what, there to adjust? What, yeah. that's, that's the thing. What they're going to adjust and however they're going to do it by the time they bring this back. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're going to radically change what things you get and how they impact your loadout and stuff. Like, because what about all the players that have them now? They're just going to get rid of all of that because then they'd have a problem on their hands if people bought it. You know, and, and you know, then they'd be stealing. Yes, basically. Yes. Dis- disregarding the microtransactions for a minute. I've also been hearing just very bland stuff about the game. Yeah, the, ca- like the campaign sounds really short and not interesting, which sucks because that was like one of the cool things that they added. Yeah. And I mean, the game, I mean, I like the gameplay. The gameplay. Yeah, it was fun. The beta was fun. And it, yeah. it still nails that Star Wars feel. <laughs> what is that Star Wars? Oh, like feel? the like the sounds and the vibe and the yeah. aesthetics, you know. Come on yeah. now. Come on. I was just trying to trip you up. Yeah. Well, we, you can't. You can't, we can't do it. We can't state this enough. Don't buy it. Yeah. And and, and I, I did more thinking about this. I know maybe last episode or two episodes again, uh, ago, Nick, you said, oh, you can buy the game. Just don't do the microtransactions. It is time for consumers to grow a spine. Sometimes you have to sacrifice, well, I'm not going to get to play that game I thought I wanted to play because what they're doing is disgusting. Yeah. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. If they don't make money off stuff, then they can't keep doing it that way. But if you keep buying it, they can do whatever they want. They yeah. can they yeah. can say stuff. They can have an AMA. They can do whatever. It's, it's just like, yeah, there's all this negative sentiment. But if you're still, they're not going off of sentiment. They're going off of behavior. And the behavior is it's making money you are paying them money and allowing them to do whatever they want to do. Right. So, yeah, I, uh, I've kind of changed my mind on that also uh, because, yeah, I said, buy it, don't buy the loot crates. Well, I didn't want to buy the game now. Like, because yeah. I, I, I thought about it. I thought about still doing it. I still wanted to play it. And I decided not to because I don't want to contribute a sale to it. Yeah. And, you, know, There's, you know what? There's so many other amazing games out there to play. All yeah. three of us are never up to snuff on our queue. Just play another game and, yeah. and write that one off and say, damn. Yeah. It's a I mean, shame I can't play that game. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying maybe months down the road, if they if something radically changes sure. or they instill goodwill back into the community and I'll pick it up then. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's plenty of stuff to play. This This did impact them a bit. I guess a lot of pre-orders were canceled. Not a lot, like, relatively to how much that game is still going to sell but not an insignificant number either it was like seventy thousand or something were reported canceled nice. which i mean that's something that's a, yeah. it's a start that's a start <laughs> and like that is a start we had this this microtransaction conversation a couple episodes ago and we brought up the whole thing of like you know the games are still sixty dollars whatever like they, they need money to make they need money to make these games so instead of raising the prices of the game itself they're introducing these microtransactions into you know yeah. whatever but yeah but I feel like this, in this instance, it's so much more predatory and in your face than in prior examples. Yeah. And actually affects, this This is the first time I can at least think of that directly affects you playing the game. And, other than and, like a free-to-play game. Yes, yeah. other than a free-to-play game. Totally. That's that's exactly, that's where, I mean, they they crossed the line. That's all. Yeah. And <laughs> so they, um the, the other gross thing that I don't know that anybody knew until the game was getting played by early players was that. There's ways to earn credits in that game outside of the multiplayer, but it fucking caps you. You yeah, can earn a cap. cap. You can hit a cap in a day on on earning things this way. That is a fucking free-to-play mechanic 
in a game that they're charging full price for. That was and brought that, up in the AMA too. That is shit. Yeah, and that's where oh. I was going, Josh. Like, it was brought up in the AMA. They were like, "Why the hell would you even have this?" And they were like, "Well, we want to limit your progression." And somebody was like, "But people can just buy loot crates with money. So what is the difference?" And they just ignored it. They didn't answer that. And that's because it's a fucking fallacy. It's so stupid. Like, uh, fuck you. And they, they even came out, I think they said in their apology, like, we didn't intend for this to work this way or something. Shut up. Any, yeah, you did. Any apology that is, we didn't intend or I didn't intend is a fake apology. <laughs> yeah, and like, and, and, and the, fact, the fact that they were so quick to scale down how much things cost just because people were bitching about it, like, obviously you were trying to take everybody for a ride. And, and get and as see much how, as you see can. see just how much you could charge yes. right off the bat. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's so, so blatant. Especially it's because so of... Blatant. Especially because of how much they decreased the hero cost. Yeah, it was it wasn't, so... It's not like... 75%? Yeah, it's not like, oh, we're going to decrease it 10%, 20%. It's, it went from 40,000 credits to 7,500. Yeah, it's fucking... God, it's so obvious. So they, like, they knew there was leeway in there. Yeah. yeah. There's leeway just, in just the first place. Yeah. Um... And to continue on this too, uh, right now, Belgium of all places, fucking Belgium, is yeah. investigating, like heavily investigating, uh, Battlefront and and um, Overwatch as to whether as or gambling. not these are gambling and predatory practices. And EA's counter to that, which is I guess where it gets a little little mucky from you know gambling laws or whatever, is these crate unlike gambling. You're guaranteed to get something when you spend money. Yeah, we we talked about that. Right. Yeah. So, it, so it, that's it, that's where it's getting murky in that whole thing. But it's still under investigation. Yeah. So it would, it would be wonderful if like some sort of precedent was sent. Yeah. The best thing about the loot crates in Battlefront is they have so many. There's so many fluff throwaway things in there to make it even worse of an experience. Yeah. <laughs> like like all the. Uh, what is it like the character poses or emotes and stuff is there's like a ton of them i guess that just outweighs potential like good things to get in the crates mm -hmm. and i think you only get like what two things at a time i think or something. three things yeah so it's things. it's not only it's not only shitty it's doubly shitty or I, triply shitty most games with loot crates though kind of have those throwaway items though like like sure. overwatch has the emblems lawbreakers and, has the kick decals like it's sure yeah, you're right. You're right. But, yeah. I'm not uh, disregarding it as a good thing. I'm just saying, like, that's... No, no, yeah, yeah. That's a typical thing with crates. I know. It's just... It's worse in this instance because of yeah. all everything surrounding it. Yeah. So, yeah, that is a, a really unfortunate thing with Battlefront 2. And it, I, it sucks. Like, they should have seen this coming. Like, I mean, people were complaining about it from the beginning. And they didn't decide to take act. They, I think they did. It's too late. Yeah. Like, it's it's ruined. The opinion of that game is ruined and will be going forward. <laughs> I think people will forget about it like, like they did with the Destiny shaders. And they'll just bring it back and, like, quietly. You really think? I, I don't know. And I think this might be the catalyst to things. To what, though? Yeah, I don't, like, I don't no, know. No game, no game has really, like we already said, like none of them have really had gameplay impacting things. So like, it might be a one time this ever happens. 
not like, really a catalyst to anything. Well, I mean, it's not even just it's not just Battlefront right now either for EA. Need for Speed is getting hit on yeah, really but, poorly but, too. Need for Speed was sent out to die in the first place. They didn't market that game. They sent review copies like the day it came out. Like they didn't that game the game itself just sounds bad. It doesn't matter that it has the other stuff, I don't think. The loot crate stuff. I don't know. I yeah. mean I, I I feel like there has been more revolving around this specific instance than in the past. And I think we've hit a point where it's really in in it's just really out there for everyone to see and acknowledge now. As opposed to people just talking in forums or whatever, or a new story so, here or there. This, I, th- I think this has hit a point of critical mass to an extent. I don't agree. No. Because we always forget that there are a lot of people that play games that don't listen to podcasts, that don't read news, that don't watch videos, that don't do any of that, that don't pay attention to any of this. And, they, and especially people that probably bought Battlefront or That's are going point. to buy Battlefront. Like... Battlefront 1 sold, what, like 10 million copies in a couple months or something? Like, it was really successful. And I bet... These are people who play nothing but Halo, COD, Battlefront Yes, online. the occasional game, the, the actual definition of a casual gamer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's who mostly bought Battlefront. Especially and, with the holidays coming up and maybe, like, kids asking their parents for... Yeah, their that, this, like, yes, yes. Like, it is still going to sell, and most of those people aren't going to be... They're going to be none the wiser. They're not going to know any of this happened. They're going to see, oh look, there's the price crates. went down on the hero, or or oh look, like this is EA just is like so nice. this is just <laughs> like that game I play on my phone where I buy a thing every so often and it helps me get through the game. Like that, that is unfortunately the view of probably most people playing that game. <laughs> like yeah. we. We still kind of exist in a small community. Like, it's a loud community, but we're all kind of talking to each other, <laughs> you know? That's a good point. So, I, I, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I'm sure we'll see at the end of November if it's in the top 10 selling games. And if it is, that's a pretty good indicator that it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't put it on the list, but... uh. Xbox One X sales figures came out for Japan. Did you Japan? see that? Japan yeah. or UK? Because UK always releases that. Japan. Really? Yes. How And it sold in Japan? I didn't even think they'd be releasing it in Japan. Japan 4. <laughs> Four consoles. 1,600, co- 1600 consoles. Oh, okay. So you were, it was like we were leading up to a joke. Okay, I got it. 1,600. Uh, no, uh, but the UK thing, though, it apparently sold totally okay in, in the in europe i don't know if it's europe or just the uk but uh that's probably doing better like we said than everybody expected so yeah. i mean i see i still i see them everywhere they're not sold out at all so, oh yeah I'm, i wouldn't expect them to be yeah yeah i thought that was interesting 16 1600 the, I, the, the <laughs> list surprised there was one the the list was really funny because like <laughs> it, it showed all hardware or all hardware sales and like the wii u sold like 30 and like it just showed like these really small numbers for a couple consoles, which was funny. I want to say the PS4 is not like really a success in Japan either. They, oh, it was like just... the second best selling or something. Right, but like overall, in terms of how many people have PS4s, I think the minority of them are Japanese people. Really? Yeah. Huh. That I think seems backward somehow. I know, right? It sounds crazy, but it's because like it's just a totally different thing. Like it's a different 
world over there with like mobile and handheld stuff. I'm yeah, I think. true. Yeah. Hmm. And and games like uh I don't know about Japan specifically, but in in the Asian Western Eastern Asian Eastern Asian countries stuff like uh but bleh, I can't talk battlegrounds like games like that where you can just go to an internet cafe and play them stuff yeah. like that I think is still pretty big yeah but cool cool games cool game cool video games, games are cool are except battlefront yeah true yeah, yeah uh I don't have anything else no I think that's the, I think that's gonna do it. Yeah, game awards are coming up soon. Maybe we'll see some cool stuff. Yeah, I I yeah I guess you know what they do announce things at that usually. Yeah. Like somebody has something typically for those. Uh, game awards and PSX are both coming up in December. I think. Not expecting anything at PSX. I changed my mind. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, they they yeah. did come out and say there's not going to be as much as people were expecting. But yeah. They still had that weird ass tweet with that red carpet draped over some sort of hardware a while I didn't ago. see that. We talked about it. I know we talked about something getting announced. I don't yeah, remember talking it. about a tweet with, like, a, a cryptic tweet. I don't remember that. I've, okay. I didn't even see that. So Well, you're useless. Maybe the only announcement will be PlayStation Pro X or PlayStation Elite, and it's just another upgrade to the PS4 or something. <laughs> wonder what the next Xbox will be called. Xbox One Double X, XXL. We have it has just to be, triple X. It has to be Xbox T W O. It has to be. I like T O O more. I like T O O. Xbox T O O would be so funny. <laughs> yeah, that would be the dumbest, worst thing ever. It'd be worse but than it, Xbox One X. Would it? Yes. Would it? it? It would be like saying, "Hey, here's this thing we also released." Literally by calling it T O O. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox comma. T-O-O. Here's this thing we're not worried about. We don't even want you to buy it. We care so little about it that we called it this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. Cool. Is, is that it? That's it. Yeah. There's nothing uh, really thanks. else going on in the world of video games. No. Yeah, we're heading into the end of the year where I don't think there's going to be much news anymore. Uh, everybody, we're, we're, I'm going to be trying to wrap up more games from this year and stuff. What do you what are you trying to wrap up? Uh I might might still try and get to Creed. Mm-hmm. Um I I installed Night in the Woods. I I'd, I'd like that. to play that. Yeah, I I've had it. I just haven't got around to playing it. Is that PC so. only? No, I think it's on PS4. Is it? I think so. Okay. Good. Yeah. I would like to play more of Divinity <laughs> at some point, but I might have fucked up and bought that game too early <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have bought it but uh yeah i don't know i can't there there's some other stuff i'm gonna probably play axiom verge again i, I bought that oh that, baby that multiverse edition idea. yeah yeah that is i think you can it's been digitally available on the switch for a bit now but yeah i want to watch the documentary about that yeah really really interested in that so well guys guess what what happy arbitrary 150? That's a decent level. Oh, this is 150. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Congratulations. Um, To us. (laughs) The show's canceled. That's the big reveal. It's over. Yeah, we we had this plan from the beginning. We were going to do 150 episodes, and if we weren't rich and famous, then we were just going to peter out. So, what's the the next milestone? 
<laughs> 200, right? 200, and then it, and then we're done, like, for real. Yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, can, I, can I mention something about the Joystick Awards real quick? The, sure. the Golden Joystick Awards? Yeah. Uh, what are those? Yeah, see, that's... A, I, I, I'm surprised not more people really know about them. It's it's like the second oldest video gaming award show, like out there. Like it's, it's really yeah. It's it's a British it's a British sponsored thing. It's actually voted on by, it's voted on by people queen. by players. Yeah, the queen. The queen. The, the queen, queen makes the final call. <laughs> yeah, so it's not like the game awards where, you know, you have just I don't even know how they choose winners in the game awards. Game but, awards are chosen by, like, game industry pundits. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, the Golden yeah. Joystick Awards are actually people vote. Like just you can just go online and vote. Um, the People's Choice Awards. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, they change. It's not just game of the game of the year to them anymore. It's now called the Ultimate Game of the Year Award. I thought. Okay. Yeah, Zelda won that. But I just I just think Ultimate Game of the Year is a funny. So wait, this happened before the year was over? This just happened like la- this week, I think. In November. Yeah. Wow, that shows no confidence. In, like I think we're in November right now. Don't... Just writing everything off. Yeah, other of things year. don't happen until December. I mean, I understand games that come out in December kind of get the shaft, but but also November kind of like for this one, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know if they take into account December games in next year's or not. I assume no, but no. Usually that never yeah. works that way. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Huh? Ultimate game of the yeah, year. Zelda. Zelda. Zelda is probably still mine, I think. It, it also won Nintendo Game of the Year. <laughs> over Mario. Yeah, over Mario. Interesting. What are... we? This show is over. Okay. This episode is over. The show is not here. over. We were joking. But thank you for listening. Continue and continuing to listen. Get at us if you want a, a t-shirt. Feedback at 2v1podcast.com or all social media at 2v1podcast. Please leave us a rating or review on iTunes or whatever. If you have not yet, I will... I'm going to continue to say that until you do it. And I know who you are. (laughs) Hey, I recently found out that the newest iOS update actually lets you see reviews for podcasts now. It never used to let you. Like, you'd actually go in there and look now. Yeah, you'd actually have to go to iTunes to see the written out reviews. You can see them right on uh, the podcast app now. That seems like a feature. That seems like a feature that should have been in there from day one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. But. Yeah, that's in there now, so you can actually see the reviews. Hey, maybe can you write a review from the podcast app? Uh, oh my god, that'd be nice if they added that. Find out. I can find out if right it's now even if it's even easier, listener, and you're one of the uh, unfortunate you can... souls who. Yes, you can. Huh? You absolutely can. Ah, good. Hey, no more excuses. No more excuses, especially if you're an iPhone slave. So, <laughs> do it. You can leave a, a star rating and write a review right from the app. Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, do that and then tell a friend and uh, it'll be great and we really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be great. great. It'll be good. Good pitch, Nick. I know. That was eloquent. But uh, cool. That's going to be it. I said I was going to have a whiff punish video up last week. I did not. And uh, I think it will be up this week. Maybe it won't be, but... (laughs) AJ and I are playing Mortal Kombat X. Uh, Stay tuned for that on my YouTube channel. And that is going to do it. Josh, we need to record Fortnite. Yeah, we haven't done that. We need to stop forgetting to do that. They just added two new items, too. They added a a bush that you can run around in. The bush is is really funny. It's really funny. And they added a uh, 
a jump pad that you can lay down and it shoots you real up high up in the air and actually puts That's, your uh puts your, your glider out again. Parachute. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say the jump pad's been in the game. Yeah, no, that was like a trap. This is an item that you can actually use to jump gotcha. around and use your parachute. Cool. Uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that at some point whenever I feel up to the task. Hey, you let me know whenever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. going to do it, guys. See you guys. Later. Finish Undertale. Mm-hmm.